Hello everyone, my name is Kerry Schultens and I play Jaleris Farhart on Dice Tales Live. Real quick before we get going here, we want to give a big, huge shout out to all of our sponsors and our friends of the show. First off, we have Gaming Paper. Uh, GamingPaper.com is a website where you can go on and buy all of your map making needs. They have sheets of both isometric and square paper so you can make your maps 3D or flat if that's what you prefer. They also have tons of really cool products. They have wet erase map paper that you can use again and again. They have uh, stackable map paper which basically works like a puzzle that you can draw your map unpiece it and then put it back together again um, and in the meantime it slips neatly into a backpack so if you have not checked these guys out you absolutely must again that is gamingpaper.com and uh, they are absolutely awesome and have been terrific for the show so we want to give them a big thank you Next up, we have the Character Case by Helpful NPCs. The Character Case is an awesome product that we all have. It is this awesome binder that basically has all kinds of segmented sections on the inside where you can keep your dice and your pencils and your minis and your character sheets and kind of all that other stuff that would otherwise obviously end up in the bottom of a backpack. If you've ever played a TTRPG, you know that that is often where all that stuff ends up and then it breaks and then you got to get new stuff and all kinds of money is wasted. Or you can get a character case from helpful NPCs. Uh, You can find them on Amazon and they are absolutely awesome. Awesome product, awesome people. You got to check them out. And our friends of the show, first of all, we have Hero Forge. If you play tabletop RPGs at all, you have probably already heard of Hero Forge. They are the mini-makers, if you will. Uh, They allowed us to use some of their art in our promotional materials, and we want to thank them so, so much for that. And last, but definitely, definitely not least, we have Sirenscape. Sirenscape is the sound maker for all tabletop RPGs. They are absolutely phenomenal at what they do, and uh, they will provide all the music and sound effects that you will hear in our show that are not made by us. Um, These guys are awesome. Check them out. Sirenscape.com. They also have a Twitch channel, which you might be able to spot me on here if you watch over the next few weeks. And as always, a big, huge, enormous thank you to you, the fan, for tuning in week after week to hear our wonderful adventures and or misadventures, as the case may be. And if you like what you hear and you would like to hear and or see us more, we are available on just about all the social media platforms. We are Dice Tales Live on all of them. Check us out, our YouTube page. You can even see our most recent Twitch streams, uh, which are uploaded via VOD. And they are quite awesome if you would like to actually see us play in lieu of getting to watch us live like we used to do before the COVID. So please sit back relax and enjoy episode 54 of dice tales live the road to waterdeep part one previously on dice tales after their confrontation with brenna's tanthal the children of destiny finally managed to escape mithranor with the seed scaling the city wall and fleeing back to the temple of mistra Knowing that they needed to get the seed somewhere safer as soon as possible, they decided to take the seed to Beyonce's temple in Waterdeep. And that's where we pick up the story. And we're back. All right. And we're back. We're back. With that, we are beginning our session 32, The Road to Waterdeep. So... Uh, somehow, you all got out alive, um, some for better or worse, perhaps, from the wild magic shenanigans that ensued. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> as you returned to the Temple of Mistra, you are greeted by your horses that you guys had left behind. <laughs> oh, Barney! <laughs> mine, mine's name was Noble Silver. <laughs> I looked it up. Has, has Elderbeard been like watching them for us or something? Perhaps, though, you see no sign of your tree friend now. Darn. I mean, there are trees everywhere, but none of them seem to be <laughs> Not our tree <laughs> knocking on <laughs> Like, hello? Hello, Beard? No. Knock, knock, knock. No, Probably Venom is not around. I didn't prepare anything. They are tied up here, and but they don't appear worse for the wear. They don't look like they've been starving or anything like that. 
Oh, excellent. Oh. They've just been swallowing flies. I spread noble silver on his nose and I give him affirming comments and I hop on. This will definitely make our travels easier. Yeah, I'm gonna go like, I'm all bleeding and scraped and dented and I'm just gonna give my zebra horse a quick scritch behind the ear and a nuzzle. Gives I, a loving little toss of his head. Matilda. Clearly happy to see You're you. You're almost as fabulous as me. <laughs> almost. I uh, I go up to Barty and I kind of uh, like give him a pet on the fur, and then I reach into my pocket and I pull out a Werther's original. And I say, <laughs> "Here you go, boy. Have yourself a sweet." <laughs> <laughs> Seamus almost like misses as he pets him because he's still blind and it's really Yes, and you would feel feel the horse's mouth like scrabbling at your hand and like like, sniffing at it and its tongue coming out on the candy trying to decide if that's something that it wants or not. But uh, in the end, it seems that old Barney does want the caramel, so he takes it. And I, I kind of turn, uh, l- looking around and say, Um, Beyonce, I have just remembered that I am blind. <laughs> yes, you are indeed blind. We discussed this. Uh, can, would you be able to help me with this uh, sometime soon, maybe? Tomorrow after morning prayers. Uh, all right. I, I get that you are on a schedule and also I, I yes, shall it's... wait till then. He only really does that once a day. I can't really. He's busy. Uh, yes, I. I shall just. Not stuff. I shall work on my. Uh, my fighting without the aid of sight for now. Yes, yeah, so I was a. For now, uh, and I like just kind of help him, like find a spot to sit or something. Are, are we going to just go help my old man? Or are we staying here? What time of day is here. it? Uh, it is at this point later in the day, and Merrick would look around and he'd say, the problem is they're going to come looking for us shortly. Yes, well, we need to put some distance between them and us. How far is the temple from Mr. Noy? Not crazy but far. It's not crazy far, no. You guys have not traveled too far to get here. That's what Merrick says. Point. It's not crazy far. I can ride with Seamus and we could probably try and put another hour or two before we lose the light. So I through the I, night. We can't stay here. Well, if we do not take a rest, then Beyonce cannot fix Seamus's sight in the morning. Seamus. Right, Seamus? Uh, right, Beyonce? Yes, I didn't prepare the proper spells. Merrick would we're looking pretty rough. He'd Dude, look what? out through the woods and he'd look back at Beyonce and say, Beyonce, do you have any healing magics left? I do. I can now, quick thing, do we level up after we rest? Um your level you will get the, the hit points that you got from leveling, and you can have those, but you are still down any hit point damage that you took previously. Correct. So if you right. got eight more, then you will have those eight right now. Okay. Well, then I have two more channel energies. So I am going to pop one of those. Everybody gather around, gather around. Huddle I'm up. going to- Coach just stays back leaning against a tree. Oh, you go. Oh my God. <laughs> Katya, however, comes close. The holy light that issues from beyond the sea, Cass's channel, um, brightens the darkness of this this forest area with the the temple uh, considerably, and that too seems to make Merrick a little nervous, but he also seems to think it's for the best that you guys get slightly better shape before you take off. Maybe I should sit. I have one more, but maybe I should save it. For oh. after we get a little distance in between us. I've also I got the it. wand of cure wounds. If anybody's really hurting, I can use a couple charges of that to spruce you up a bit. Are we sure that we're not in the freaky deaky wild magic thing anymore? Because I don't want to puke out a statue. Well, you just you just channeled energy and it worked. That fine worked in there. We used magic when we fought people here in this temple, and it seemed Good. fine. 
And Merrick would say, it's just within the grounds of the ruins itself. Here, it should not extend. So how many hit points was that, Ross? Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, (laughs) That's important, isn't it? Um, (laughs) 18 hit points to any who want it. Yeah, very nice. I say again, um, as these guys appear to be doing math in their heads or something, I say... I really, really think we should ride through the night. Seamus can be blind for two days. It's better than all of us being dead. If this they catch true. us, we're, they will kill us. Yes, yes, but we will not know which way we have gone. We do have at least one thing on our side. I have no doubt that a powerful caster, such as he seemed to be, would have access to some sort of magic scrying or to those who have it but I don't think they're foolish enough to risk doing so in Metronor. Casting the spells could clearly pull back on their heads. If he was willing to use magic there, he would have done so. He wouldn't have let us go and exceed. It will take them a little time to get out somewhere where they might try it. But we need to be cautious. Once we've decided on our route, perhaps we should not speak very much of it, in case someone eavesdrops. That is, that is a good I think this is wise. Does anyone have any sort of spell that can uh, detect magic around us? Can detect the sort of presence that might be spying on us magically? I, I do can detect not. magic, but I don't know if I'd necessarily see if somebody was scrying. It might be more like, would, would something like see invisibility? You can make a spell craft check to see if you know what spell that would be. Just kind of like compulsively checking. Neither of those are quite enough. So both of you, neither of you have really dealt with scrying attempts very much um, in your life for any reason. So you have no reason to to know. You're just guessing the best you can. Jill is just kind of compulsively checking the seed and see if it's still glowing. And it's just really trying to figure out like what it's made of. The seed is still gently glowing, still looking more crystal than anything. All right, shall we saddle up then and roll out? Because I, I'd rather not sit here and get caught again. Merrick says, as I see it, we have two options. There's a route that we can take that would involve some extended travel by horse over the mountains. And then perhaps we could catch a boat that will take us past Baldur's Gate and around. It might be wise for us to do that in that it would stick us through several cities. It might be more difficult for Brennis to cause problems hunting us down if we were able to lose ourselves through a crowd. The other option would be to go north. And the problem with that is that it would take us through a great tract of dangerous desert. Huge fan of the desert sound of things. <laughs> Kind of like where stuff's alive, and frankly, if we're passing through a town, there's some things we could probably all use. It's been a while since we've seen civilization. I can also create water, so we won't have to be looking for oases and stuff like that. I agree with Leith, though. I, th- <clears throat> I think uh, oh. traveling through a city would be wise. Although my skin is kind of fragile to such sunlight. We'll get you a parasol, Beyonce. <laughs> really? I, I really just need that. to invest in a larger suit of clothes, and you'll notice that Leith is like slowly mending all his clothes from when he wolfed out because he is a gnome. I need a new axe, he says pretty unhappily over here. <laughs> that is true, your very nice axe went... So you should really keep better track of your things. And he just kind of side-eyes Callista at the very pointed comment. And then after a moment, he actually smirks and says, well said. <laughs> I'm proud you of feel in that moment that I never use. You feel in that moment as if he's acknowledging that you're even for the time that he chewed you out about the bow and misplacing <laughs> the dangerous relic. <laughs> I love it. Feel some of that anger, please. Okay. I hop All on right. Noble Silver and I pat him on the neck and I'm like, we should go. 
All right, then off we go at that point. I'll, I'll help Seamus over to his horse, get a foot, help him get a foot in the stirrup so he can climb on and then just have Seamus help me climb in front of him so I can steer since he's blind. Do, do you not have your own mount? Well, no, because I'm We can also little. hold okay. like, the reins. Well, it, but if he's riding the with him, we do not need to do that. Well, I rode on the back of Jill's horse to get here. Uh, it makes sense to oh, ride oh, with perfect. My God, you two can snuggle. Bar Barney's also well trained, so he'll just follow the group. He he knows that something's up with with his old Seamus here. <laughs> All right. Well, with that, you will begin to travel, and on your path. And Merrick, as a ranger who has traveled through the woods many a time, takes point on the direction. And darn ready takes point. My God. Seems to have an idea of where he's going, at least. Okay, so as you travel along, um, is your plan then to travel throughout the entire night as darkness falls in the forest? Or That's my vote. To stop? This is a democracy, which we've established that it is. It is. Is it, yes. is yes. it safe yes. to travel should... by night? Depends on if something attacks. It's more I'm... safe than sitting here and waiting for the Shadow Bar to get us, Seamus. Sure, but Beyonce and I are both down a number of spells, and we're not going to be much good in a fight if they catch up to us before we get a chance to rest. Oh, Shira I still have plenty. Anything and is also not as much help in a fight. I still have plenty of spells. <clears throat> I still. Got I learned a... my lesson. I still got a few tricks up my sleeve, Callista. And he kind of looks like super confident, but like it, it's but you, maybe you're not. Rock. <laughs> 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 it's not gonna work. Like Callista's he over here, he's like, but it's not. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> it does not do much to inspire confidence. Closer rolls her eyes. <laughs> Jeremy, what do you think? Uh, I thought we were not talking to him. Oops. You want to know what I think? The, the, the head on your shoulder um, speaks in, in a complete sentence, which in, there have not been a lot of those yet. <laughs> but he seems, as you've noticed, every time he speaks to becoming a, a, a little more eloquent than he maybe was in the first. When he's routed from your head. He's becoming he's, sentient. You wish to know what I think? Only if it's going to be useful. useful. Why wouldn't it be useful? Be nice to it, Lee. Him. Now, what is I your asked opinion? I him his opinion. Fine, well, I think... Um, I, I think that we should go on. Fight the fight. <laughs> <laughs> so Here's the thing, though. We're running away right now. We're not. <laughs> oh, I wasn't paying idea. attention. You... I do <laughs> like your gusto, though. See, I can still take a nap even when you're fighting the fight. Good. Why don't you do that? <laughs> How about you steer for a while so I take a nap and get some of my spells back? Can, can I you do control that? your body? <laughs> and uh, I guess to make a wisdom check, please. I, I look over at Leaf. While, and I just kind of like hold up my axe and I'm like. <laughs> 17? 17 for, <laughs> for the briefest moment, Leaf. You, you feel <laughs> as if someone else is making an attempt to control your hand. Like it almost like twitches away. Oh God. <laughs> But then you quickly shut that down, uh -oh. and it does not happen. All right, that was a bad idea. We're not going to try that again. Why not? Because this is my body. It's ours. I can help. Ours. You weren't invited to help. Well, why did you bring me here? Fate brought you together. Ah, attached. Yons, do you think there's any... Earmuffs. I didn't ask to be born, okay? <laughs> yes. um, do you think there's anything you'll that, be able to do get, to get rid of him? To, like, just shut him up? You could gag him. 
No, I mean, like, the way you're going to fix Seamus, do you think you could fix this, too? I, I, I think the only way to fix that is shing. <laughs> As I'm, like, holding my hands over Jeremy's ears, can I feel that? Like, is there pain if I, like, squeeze too hard that Leith senses? Uh, no. There are there are a couple of things that I can try. That might be a good idea. I want to walk over and like kind of pull the shirt away from like where Jeremy attaches to lead. I want to kind of look at Uh the attachment point. Uh, It's It's not. It's not pretty. Like it's it's out of his skin. It's not like look like Frankenstein just like sewed. No, there's nothing like sewed there. It's like literally protruding out of the skin of his neck. As if it, it's a natural growth or extension of him. Uh, well, there's nothing there's... natural about that. No, but obviously there's nothing natural <laughs> about this. It's a bizarre head that is sharing space with him. But as you are, as you are that close, Callista, suddenly he like turns and he winks at you. Oh, <laughs> she's very pretty. <laughs> I don't like Jeremy. <laughs> Uh, perhaps I should have asked before. Um, Luke, is this okay? No, Why fine. are you asking him if it's okay? Because it's my shirt and my body. <laughs> and I, I want to start poking. I want to. I want to see if I can tell. Is there like a bone structure? Is there something inside of Jeremy that's attached, like? To Leith's shoulder bone, or like, how is he attached? That's a good question. A is it a column? spine off of his spine? That's a great question. Liz. Why don't you make like a heel check since this is like a medical <laughs> knowledge understanding sort of thing? Real good at that. I feel like Callista's chopped off a head or two. She probably knows. I'm sure she has. 18. Okay, yeah, she's uh, doing this with precise precision. Somebody who's studied anatomy, perhaps, for the skills that she once used in her assassin profession. We don't know. But either way, the the good news is that it's not as if Lee's spine splits and goes into two. In fact, it doesn't make any sense because if he doesn't have any access to the nervous system, how could he have controlled anything about Lee? But it seems to just start there and there's nothing going into it. All right. It seems well, at its essence to be completely magical in nature somehow in a way that defies logic, um, defies science. There's something just magic about this head that's attached to him. Is Lee covering Jeremy's ears? You're still covering his ears? I'll, I'll go back to, to earmuffs. So I think I, when we at camp, um, I've got a spell that can put me and Jeremy into a, a very deep sleep, and and then maybe some of you that are good with pointy things can. Jill, your axe work scares me a bit. You tend to miss a lot, um, so maybe like Liz or, or I'm, I'm sorry, maybe like Liz. Or, <laughs> who's Liz? Who gets this shit? Who's Liz? The question is though, is it alive? So I kind of feel it. So no, actually. Has it done anything wrong? It does not, but it, but it, it's some sort of parasite, magical parasite. It does not actually connect to Leith's skeletal structure. So I think it will be a relatively easy amputation. If it is truly alive, Beyonce, then when we cut it off, it will still live. Just not as part of Leith. Are you sure? Just no. kind of this head. But if head it does not, then can... it was not alive to begin with. It well, was born of evil magic. I beg to differ. It is helped. sentient. Just because it can string are, a couple sentences together doesn't make that make it in, an intelligent creature. There are also and Jeremy speaks up, even though he can't hear anything that's happening. And he says, are you all talking about me? No. <laughs> I lift one of Leaf's hands off and I say, we are just talking about how handsome you are, Jeremy. And then I put oh. the hand back on. <laughs> <laughs> and he does this little like, <laughs> you, which oh. is disturbing is <laughs> in so many ways. I'm going to regret having said that. Yeah, yes. probably. <laughs> I think somebody has a boyfriend. Perhaps luckily at this point, it's getting it starting cool? to get so dark out that you guys can't make out much anymore of each other as you're traveling along. 
So yeah, can that. we see like how dark is it? Do we need? Uh, it's quite dark. Are you using any source of light to continue? I could cast dark. light. I mean, I have. I, I'll cast dancing lights. Okay, so that might be a little, yeah, a little more subtle than a bright light spell might be. So, so Leith will whisper something in Sylvan into the palm of his hand and then snap his fingers and four orbs of light uh, just emerge and sort of hover a little ways in front of the lead horse and then above each horse so everyone can kind of see. Yeah, and it's quite quite beautiful. And in the forest here, it, it creates a, a lovely little glow. And Merrick needs that in order to be able to, to see because he's human. So he can continue I'm also to gonna ride up to the front by Merrick now since I'm also pretty good at finding the way. Side note, I'm also yeah. riding up there by Merrick. I haven't been really paying attention to a ton of this malarkey. That's fine. And he will relate what the journey will have to be to you both in case for some reason anybody gets separated. He thinks it's a good idea for you to understand like what the route is that he's thinking of. Mm -hmm. um, so he would tell you that it'll be a six days along the north ride that'll take us to Tiverton. At that point, then we'll need to take two days along the Moon Sea Ride to bring us to the base of the mountains. Traveling over the storm horns might be difficult. It's not an easy path. It will probably require us to go on foot, bringing the horses with us instead of riding on them, which I'm estimating will take a couple of weeks to travel. Once we get over the mountains, we'll go through the city of Prosca, and then it's two days ride to Eriabor, and then seven days by long ship from there to Baldur's Gate. And there we can catch a galley, three days to Waterdeep. It took me a really long time to get to you guys. Apparently. <laughs> a really long time. Jill shudders. No any good road trip songs. Jill shudders just a little bit at the mention of Eriabor. Um, why don't we have people make sense motive checks versus the bluff check from you, Jill? And you said you're trying to hide it. Puff mm. Hall, baby. Alright, what'd you get, Carrie? 31. Okay, did anyone beat a 31? No, no I didn't. Nope. I got the inverse of that. Callista? 32. No! Oh, God. Uh, you good Lord, you You haven't, too! Haven't been the uh, the end of Jill's, perhaps, uh, need to sometimes get things off her chest. You're starting to notice her, her little eccentricities when she is hiding something or worried about something. You're starting to learn what her little tics are and notice it now. Video. Yes, you can see the way she's trying to conceal her discomfort from everybody else, but how deep it runs in her at the mention of Area 4. Does it seem different than her discomfort when we were talking about going to Waterdeep earlier? Yes. Okay. I would say, like, how would you classify this one, Jill? So, this one... That one was more, it's emotional. Yeah, compared it was to what I, it was, it was emotional. Um, it's almost like the one that I'm feeling about Waterdeep is a little like curiosity. The one that I'm feeling about Eriabor is unbridled fear. Dread, maybe even. Dread. Yep. So Callista, you take note. Do you do anything about that in that moment? Not right now, nope. Okay. So you continue through the night. No one stops for any reason? Well, at some point I'd like, now that we have like lights and we've probably made a lot of headway, I'm gonna start casting like cure moderate wounds and stuff like that on people who okay. are hurting. Um, I presume, I think you have enough healing spells left beyond that you can get everybody back up to full at that point. Oh yeah, I have a lot of spell slots left. And cause... the morning light will begin to break, and despite going through the forest at night, uh, nothing hassled you. You saw no signs of trouble, 
no signs of danger, just normal wildlife here and there, um, perhaps some nocturnal animals out and about, but nothing dangerous that came your way. And you did in fact break through to the road and are now traveling along the road at this point. I want to ride close to Beyonce and I want to just kind of like sort of quietly, I just want to be like, hey, uh, it's not urgent. It's certainly not as urgent as Seamus's, you know, eyes. Um, but I, and then I kind of like pull my sleeve back and I show him where I still have those freaking bracers of immobility on me that are like stuck on me. Mm -hmm. Oh, you and don't like those? Say, no, I really, really don't. They kind of pinch and they're stuck on me. So is that, I don't know if there is anything you can do, but if there is, I'd appreciate it. Well, I just kind of dumped my whole I stuff. Know. Like I said, but, it's not urgent, but yeah, so save, I could, save me one tomorrow. I, I should be able to try a few things tomorrow. Thank you. All right. And he is just tired. He is yeah. so tired. It I, is just, exhausting I, to ride through the night. As I would you normally all rib him, but I'm tired too. Like. <laughs> is just. And you are all dealing with fatigue at this point in time from riding overnight. How are the horses doing? The horses are also starting to get there, but they didn't fight the whole day before then, so they're they're still hanging in. You guys had fought a long, hard battle before then riding through the whole night. So at this point, everybody would be facing fatigue. What are the effects of fatigue again? Just for, I don't know, our audience, because of course I know. Of course. Uh, let me pull them up so that I say it right. Hold on. Thanks. <laughs> uh, you can not run or charge and you have a negative two to strength and dexterity. You need eight hours of rest to get over that, unless you have something magical to get over it. That's to our modifier, negative two to our strength and yes. modifier? No, to your ability score, so negative one so to the minus mod. minus one to our mod. Yep. Oh. Right. Well, I, I am so tired, everyone. I think we've made enough headway. I think we Merrick would nod, and he would say, I think so, too. We cannot risk killing the horses. Let's we find a place to yes. set up camp. That sounds like a good idea. Yes, I'm rather tired and still blind. <laughs> yes, we'll take care of that in, well, whenever we sleep. It seems night. like we're going to sleep away the day today. Well, it shouldn't bother me too much while I'm asleep. At this, this point, true. it's about like six in the morning. So if you got eight hours of sleep, there'd still be plenty of day left. True. So All right. I, yeah. So who is going no to need figure to out where to set up camp? Because you are on the road right now, so I assume you guys are going to go off-road to find somewhere to camp. Um, what are you thinking? Who is looking for a campsite? Um, what I'll, are you looking for in a campsite? I could scout for a campsite. I can okay. go with her. I'm. I'll I'm tag along. What is okay, your... so the main shot can be Callista's for survival, and then yeah. you can roll to aid, Jill. Are you aiding, Leith, or are you just like going along for the ride? I'm just going along for the ride. Okay. This survival, right? Yep. 21. All right. You find a, a very nice clearing, like off that still kind of wooded area, um, but it's somewhere it gives you a visual like on the road, but people going on the road won't be able to see you because of a copse of trees that's there. You think it will hide you pretty well once you get set up. Okay. But yeah. I follow her over there and I'm like, yeah, this looks good. And I, looks as good like, as any. I just start chopping down like a couple shrubs, bushes, just to create just a very, very small clearing where we can set up like bedrolls and stuff. Okay. What are you doing? Down bushes and shrubs and stuff to, you know, lay down bedrolls. Oh, uh, sure. I, I mean, if you want to sleep out here. We're going to sleep. Have another what do you mean? Leith, We're what gonna are you talking about? No, I'm just you do your thing. That's fine. Whatever. Eric, side eye. Where you? else would we sleep? Leith is just gonna kind of shoulder his pack and walk over to one of the larger trees in the area and just kind of watch as you guys begin to set up camp and dragging a hand along the trunk of the tree he'll just circle around it twice while muttering something in sylvan 
And as he completes the second circle around the tree, he's going to step back, and this tree sort of starts to grow. And, like, out of the root structure, pulling up from the earth is just a small cottage. There's a simple wooden door, two round windows. You can see, like, a, a hollow higher up in the tree becomes a, a slight chimney. And as you guys are kind of laying out your, your bedrolls and things, Leith is just going to open the door and go inside. I, oh, Beyonce's going to... You know who lives there? What What is this place? Mary kind of leans over to Jill. <laughs> Beyonce is gonna start sprinting over. Uh, and then Seamus goes, what, what, what's going on? Are we fighting? What's going on? I'll walk over and kind of put my hand on Seamus's arm. No, Leaf has made some sort of, well, I don't know if he made it or found it. There's a cottage in the tree over there and he went inside. So perhaps he knows the person who lives there. What? But, and he'll stick his head out the door after Beyonce steps inside and go, you guys can sleep in here if you'd like. It's, it's a lot cozier than the ground. He looks in and Beyonce is just like, holy, you magnificent little being. Kiss him up. So as you guys step inside the cabin, you will see that there are eight simple bunks uh, that have appeared kind of in the corner along one wall. There's a large fireplace. There's nothing in the fireplace at the moment. So while Hang we're fixing there, that, everyone. I will describe Leith's cottage. There we go. Do it. So inside the cabin, there's eight simple bunk beds kind of in an L shape in one corner of the room. Um, and the frames of the bed appear to have kind of like grown out of the root structure of the tree. So Ooh. there's mattresses on them, but the wooden frame is sort of all gnarled and um, has sort of that, that uh, rough hewn wood flavor to it. The fireplace mantle is just sort of like a tree trunk that grows together uh, and has a hollow underneath where the fire can be set. That goes all the way up into the chimney. Above that, hanging above the fireplace, is a very ornate wall clock. It has yeah. leaves and branches and very intricate scroll work and just quietly ticking away uh, as it goes through. There's also a table with eight stools around it, again, seeming to have grown right out of the ground, has a very natural look and almost like, like this table was grown and not crafted feel to it, um, and a writing desk over in the corner. And Leith will just nice. jump over to his bunk and kick his feet up and lay down. Oh, there's no place like home. This is incredible, Leith. I'll lead Seamus in. He'll probably want the bottom bunk. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't make him climb a ladder right now. Leith, whose who's house is this? Oh, it's mine. Do, is it magical? I mean, is it like it, it travels with you or it is always here? It's something that I can make grow out of, you know, the stuff that we've got lying around. She's back. Hey, we got carry back. Sorry, guys. It's okay. I get so mad at people for exactly this thing. I'm the worst. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> anyway, technical difficulties. We're sorry, fine. sorry, sorry. God bless. Okay, here we go. Merry Christmas. Back in our box. Bless your heart. <laughs> bless your. Bless your heart. Anyway, all right. you, all you, you missed the description of the interior of the house, but gorgeous you, and warm. I'll chat it to before you, you even walk in. Jill Merrick says to you. He says so. Uh, a roof or privacy? I kind of get this <laughs> coy look on my face and I say, I'm always one for privacy. Also. Yep, you can I take go a look him. if you want, but otherwise Wait, he's not even going in your house. Yes. Yeah, I, <laughs> I peek into the thing and I'm far. like- they like they had already started to build a fire right outside this, but. Yep. I wanna, I, I, I wanna try to get Jill alone for a few minutes, but I will wait. If it looks like she and Merrick are yeah. a long it time looks between like here she and, and Merrick are. It's true. <laughs> yeah, I'll just I'll just leave them be. I like to imagine Callista's like, wait, and I'm just like <laughs> <laughs> It takes Callista a minute to like pick up on the hint, but she does pick up on the hint. Oh my god. Better late than never. Callista's growing. <laughs> Callista, where'd they go? Uh uh, uh Callista turns kinda red. 
As she, like, tries to, like, come up with an explanation. To be alone. Yeah, uh, that. Well, I guess more space for the rest of us. I, I suppose so. Do you suppose they are safe out there? Are we safe well, in here? Like, is there is there something magical on here that others cannot find it? Or oh, yeah, the house is secure. Only we can come in. Or I would know who else comes in, whether it's through the door, the windows, the chimney, any of that. That is impressive. Merrick and Jill are keeping watch. Oh, uh, <laughs> so, uh, Leith, we have a question in chat. Is this cottage Leith size or human sized? Like, like, are, we oh, in, yeah. are we in Hobbiton? Yeah. Hobbiton! So, inside is human sized. One of the beds is gnome sized. Okay. It's the only one that's not a bunk bed. Uh, the rest are all bunk beds. None of the, the door oh. is slightly between, like, the door's like a, a five and a half foot, six foot door. So most of you can walk through without crouching, but it's not a full sized human door. That is super thoughtful. Love it. Right. would have banged his head Callista would have like kind of bent him down a little bit kind of like the whole perp walk thing like, <laughs> yeah right watch your head I, I just imagine like Gandalf <coughs> so I kind of I kind of turn to a wall and, and I say um, hey Beyonce <laughs> talking to the wall <laughs> it, how's it look is it nice Oh, it's very nice. Wow. You would really like it. It's I, too bad you're blind. Yes, I agree. So how's that coming? <laughs> uh, the, well, I didn't sleep, so I. you kind of have to be blind for a little while longer. All right, just keeping it on your mind, you know, so whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> With all it's, that said, it's of, I, I assume we're going to get importance. some actual sleep then. Um, and yes, eventually outside. Beyonce would definitely be trying to like write in his journal, but he would fall flat onto it after just being so exhausted. That's fair. Okay. Well, uh, eventually about eight hours will pass. So it is, it's still about midday by the time that you all get some restful sleep or eventually restful sleep. And there is an alarm spell across the door and the windows. So if Jill and um, Merrick Eric. ever decide to come back in, we don't. There would we be a don't. loud bell that rings and wakes everybody up very quickly. Like under the under the stars. <laughs> oh, walk of shame style. It's true. He can point out all the constellations. He's yes, a ranger. and I listen intently. Ooh. He knows all that. Constellations stuff. are out in the yeah, daytime. Oh yeah, it's daytime. Mm -hmm. Never mind. <laughs> She's like, just imagine that. <laughs> and I pretend like I'm enamored. She loves it, whatever it is, I'm sure. Tell me okay. about the sky, babe. Um, nothing, nothing hassles you or bothers you, though. You guys are fine. Well, that that you guys is have gotten not some, some lucky rolls thus far. This is not par for the course. No, it's not. Okay. So uh, presumably you will pack up and get back on the road. Well, are we? we uh, I, I'll kind of go to... over to Beyonce. Yeah, in the morning. Uh, I guess afternoon when we wake up. In the time in which we wake up. <laughs> so, uh, are we going to attempt an amputation before we get back on the road? I would like to try a few more things before we do that. Do you have things to try? Yes, I, that, I, if it's a curse, I can try remove curse. If it's dis, if it's magic, I can try dispel magic. I don't know how powerful this is. Jeremy says, why are we keeping secrets from me? You're new to the party. We're, I'm sorry, we have a lot of secrets to keep. We're well, just not sure if perhaps you have some sort of link to Mithranor that we do not know about. You know, we cannot completely trust you yet. I, I don't know any link to anything, I, except this guy. And looks or tries to look except at this old so-and-so. <laughs> Beyonce's just going to look at everybody else and, and say, I don't know, I kind of like him. Eve's decision because it is Leith's body. Yeah. But what about him? But what about him? He can have his Not own. Not his body. He can grow Not his, his own. Not his body, but he didn't choose it. 
Neither oh, did I. We're going down a rabbit hole. So you hole. think he should die for that? <laughs> I'm not sure he's really alive. Merrick, listening to all this, says, I have heard some things in my tales about wild magic. What kind of things? That there are sorcerers who have looked into it and looked for ways to reverse some of the strange effects that come about because of them. And? I don't know what those ways are. You know any of these sorcerers? I'm sure we could look some up. Jill, if I don't know what you're seeing something that you're interested in. Yeah, that wasn't very he helpful. He knows everything about everything. He just told you they're sorcerers that can take care of you. He always makes bed. the best lore rolls ever. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he can take, he knows of a place that can take care of your head just because he can't do it himself. It's, besides, at my temple, they might be able to take care of it. There are more That's powerful That's a long way on. away. We're going to be passing through a lot of cities, Leith. Just get yes, to know could... him a little bit. And they're going to then... chase me out of town for being a monster with two they heads. Will not. We'll just, we'll probably... just, uh, we'll just put a they tunic on They didn't seem yet. super excited about Listen. the fact that I was a werewolf. A werewolf we'll just, with two heads is just we'll going to make them angrier. We'll put a tunic on you and pretend like you're a humpback, and then it'll be fine, and nobody will give you a second look. Yeah, I got, there are stranger things. Right, well, what are we doing before we leave? Are you, Beyonce, can you cure Seamus before we leave? I am going to try a couple of things. Try. All right, Wait. a couple of things. Wait, try. A couple of things, a couple of things, a couple of things. <laughs> I thought, I thought, they might work, they might not. I, try. I, I don't recall there being a, a maybe about this whole thing. So no, I wanted you not. to feel better. Yes. Um, you want me awake for this, Seamus, because mm. I could put you to sleep. Well, he does whatever he's doing. Can I, can I, um, nothing should hurt. It's, um, can (laughs) I roll something? What are you trying to roll? uh, Oh, it's that either, can I like figure out if I know what sort of spell I would be able to cast that would fix this? That would be a spellcraft check. Oof. Even if they're spells that I know? I thought we yes. knew. Yes. Okay. If you already knew it before, and you I don't remember out of game, you can make a wisdom famous. check. Otherwise, make a spellcraft check for me. Yeah, I'll do a, I'll do a wisdom. That's way better. Okay. Ooh, yeah. Uh, that is a 22. Uh, yeah, there are spells specifically for removing blindness, and that is something that, as a cleric, you would be able to call upon and ask your god to provide you with that magic. Do that I tank. know which one that is? Remove blindness. Remove blindness. I will. <laughs> it is I will the pre- third level spell. I will prepare that spell, and I will be like, "Oh, all right, hold on. Uh, you got a little schmutz on you." Um, and I'm gonna. It's um, and Beyonce is gonna grab his holy symbol, start muttering in celestial, and uh, it's the. And his hands are going to turn like a golden light, and he's actually going to touch his eyes, like close his eyes, and then they're going to glow. And then as he opens up his eyes, he should have blindness. Removed. Oh, oh, removed. Good, good, good. Yes. Yeah, and Seamus, as you open your eyes, you can see. (gasps) You did it! I look at Seamus, I'm like, can you see us? It's normal blindness. Barnacles, it's bright. Yes, that's... Tear is great, isn't it? Wow! Is is there a spell that you learned at your temple, Beyonce, that is called Remove Creepy Magic Head? (laughs) That'd be nice. I could could try Remove Curse, if it's Uh. a curse. I could try Dispel Magic. Well, it doesn't seem like a blessing. Oh, that depends on who you ask, I suppose. But yes, you could try either one of those. This one is not one that making a spellcraft check would probably tell you because it's such an unusual one-off kind of wild magic. Like a blindness effect is pretty straightforward, but growing a second head is not. Um, But those are logical extensions of spells that you could try. Worst comes to worst, you accidentally fixed me from being a werewolf. Hey, that... Strap his werewolf curse while you're at it. As the the sight restores to full crispness, I look over at Leith and I say, Oh my god, I forgot how hideous that thing is. 
Oh. <laughs> All right, well, that's that. Uh, you don't look so good yourself, old man. Oh. <laughs> when 200 year old you reach. <laughs> and then, uh, well, it's worth a try, I suppose. And then, uh, you might want to do muffin. Which uh, spell are you going for then, Dion? I'm going to try remove curse first. Okay, remove curse does require a caster level check. So you're going to make a d20 plus your level, caster level. Okay. That's a 20, not natural. A 20. Okay, so go ahead and describe yourself casting this spell. So this one is going to. Uh, I'm gonna grab my holy symbol again, and this time my hand is going to uh, start glowing like black. The and he's going to touch the head, and then it's gonna start glowing with this blinding light, and it's okay. going to, to envelop <laughs> the head. And, and Jeremy's eyes get wide at that, and then it gets brighter and brighter, and then he's just gone. Oh, <gasps> Jeremy! Oh, no! <laughs> Rest in peace, you Jeremy! Sorry, you made me do that! Beyonce, you're my favorite really person the, ever. This, this was the better way because otherwise we would have tried to cauterize where we cut him off and yeah. Yes, yeah. It, it was a I much less barbaric. So I was pretty method. horrified that like chop it up was where you were gonna go first. I know. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome back. This is Carrie Schultons again. Just want to real quick thank our sponsors one more time. Character Case by Helpful NPCs. Check them out on Amazon. Gaming Paper. Check them out at GamingPaper.com. And of course our friends of the show, Hero Forge and Sirenscape. You guys are all absolutely phenomenal. We want to thank you so, so much for helping keep this show running. And as always, our wonderful listeners, we want to thank you and we hope to hear you back for episode 55, The Road to Waterdeep, part two. Thank you so, so much for listening.